appendix and had surgery and is in a lot of pain so I remember that request as well this morning uh, Sister Abby's not feeling well we remember her Sister Patience not, not feeling well today we remember her as well also and I just wanted to um, give a reminder that next weekend will be our, our building fund offering it's the first Sunday of the month so we'll have one offering just specify uh, on an envelope uh, what the offering is for and all offerings are also available to be made by PayPal so just specify instructions at the time that, that you're sending what it's for so just remember next weekend will be our building fund offering along with our regular offering and just, just notate it separately Amen. so do you have something on your heart this morning make it known by an uplifting hand God sees what our needs are today and he's very mindful Amen. Brother Jonathan come this morning lead us in prayer Happy to be in church this morning. Happy to be in your right mind. We're here to worship him. Amen. Let's pray together as a church. Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, as we humble ourselves before you this morning, Lord, Lord, what a week I'm sure all of us has had, Lord, fighting the corruption of the world. Lord, making it through another day before us, Lord. But, Lord, we've got this time set aside. We've come to release all of our cares. Release all of our burdens. Lord, step before you with a clean heart and worship you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I ask you to walk down each aisle, Lord. And Lord, give us the encouragement, Lord. Give us the strength, Lord. Give us the wisdom, Lord, to step into another universe for a few minutes of time. Lord, let us worship you. Let us praise you, Lord. Lord, let us lift up our needs before you with the spoken request, Lord, and the unspoken, Lord. You see those that are sick, Lord, those that are suffering, Lord, those that are lost, Lord. You see every need upon every heart that can hear my voice, Lord. Lord, would you move on them in a special way this morning, Lord. Speak to them through the song service, Lord. Speak to them through the ministry of your word, Lord. Let it be uplifting to us. Let it be corrective to us, Lord. Let us draw closer to that wound, Lord. Be with us, Lord, in the remainder of the service. Touch by the mark of the musicians, Lord. Anoint them in a special way, Lord. To, Lord, till the ground up, Lord, and get us in an atmosphere of worship, Lord, that we can receive from thine word this morning, Lord. Be with us, Lord. We're going to give you the honor, Lord. Receive our praise in thy lovely name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
have your seats just for a moment. We'll do our Sunday school and our missionary report, our Sunday school report. Everybody want to clap their hands. Amen. Well, Jonathan was talking about how we have struggles and trials and tests. But, uh, as hard as it is, we've got to learn how to say thank you. Right. Thank you, Lord, for that. I needed that. Amen. Let's just sing that this morning, if you will. Thank you. For the valleys I walk through today, the darker the valley, the more I learn to pray. I found you where the lilies blooming by the
think was all right and I thank you for the valley Life can't be all sunshine Or the flowers would die The rivers would be deserts All barren and dry Life can't be all blessings Or there'd be no need to pray through today. Amen. I was just listening to this message this morning and it brought this uh, song to me so I thought I would sing it today. The token. Everybody help me sing. Give Jesus. When God spoke to Moses and he told him what to say to the children of Israel And his spirit of mind 
now the sweet Holy Spirit is the token today. It is the token today. And all that are under it, and all that are under it, God said would be saved. for today. All that are under it, God said, would be saved. Amen. Let's just sing that. Once my soul was astray from the heavenly way. I was wretched
that next verse. Oh, how my heart it does rejoice. Thank you, Lord. Since I made him my choice from the tempest to hell, now I flee. Oh, then I thankful for that time when he reached he reached way down for me we sometimes look at uh, unbelievers and and we try we uh, judge is what we do and if we could just see you know I was there once upon a time if it hadn't been for God's grace that's still where I'd be but I'm so thankful that he reached he reached down for me this morning amen and now I'm no longer a slave to fear. Let's sing that this morning. Amen. Well, I'm no longer a slave to fear. For I am a child of God. You ought to be able to sing that with me this morning. No, I'm no Oh. 
from my mother's womb. Oh, thank God you have chosen me. And love has called my name. I've been born again to my family. Your blood, it flows thankful that you can say that this morning. I am a child of God. Praise the Lord. We'll let you have your seats as we have our ushers to come and receive the morning offering you just give to. You can't give no more. I know the Lord will bless you. Sister Debbie, I just I feel led to ask you to sing for us this morning. I don't know if you've got something prepared, but if you want to get ready, we'll, we'll sing this course this morning. And I believe it's in the Oh, it's already done. Yes, it's already done. And the battle is over. And the
Christians, believers this morning, we can say that it's already done. The battle is over and the victory's been won. And Satan stuck his stinger in there. He thought he had him. Oh, but he forgot the scripture. He says, you go ahead and destroy this temple. But in three days, I'll raise it up again. And he did just that and proved he was the one true and living God. Amen. Is this Brother George over here in the corner? Good to have you again this morning, Brother George. God bless you. Amen. Sister Debbie, come right ahead.
make you feel good this morning. Never been out of his hands, praise the Lord. Amen. Now we have come to the most important part of the service, the minister of the word. How many are just open arms? Say, Lord, just whatever I have need, just bring it to me this morning. Amen. Let's stand together, if you will, as we invite our pastor to come. And he sent forth his word, and he healed me from disease and the spirit of infirmity by the blood of the Lamb I have been touched by His healing hand He sent forth His word and He healed me for me and he sent forth his word and he healed me and he healed me from disease and the spirit of infirmity promise that we have that God sends his word out and it heals us for every need that we have for every infirmities that we bear the word has already been spoken and he was wounded for our transgressions and by his stripes we are healed everything that we have need of for this journey God has already provided for us this morning What a blessing to be in the presence of the Lord with you. I certainly deem it a joy to worship Jesus Christ in this very late hour that we're living in uh, this morning. If the brethren will come, this will be the tithes, the first fruits you give to the Lord, and God will bless you for doing that. How many enjoy praising the Lord? Let's sing that little song, I Choose to Praise, I Choose to Worship. It's a choice that you have. You can come to church and you can just sit there or you can choose to worship God this morning. Let's sing it together. Put your, put your voices together and let's worship Jesus Christ. When my heart is broken, when my life is empty, 
can't see your face and I can't hear your voice when I'm feeling helpless wandering in the darkness surrounded by fear and defeat I have a choice oh I have a choice to make no matter what comes my way no Blessed be the name of the Lord God. Hallelujah. In a nation that we live that wants to go against God, that wants to dictate for God, I believe there's still a people in the land whose God is God. You believe that? I love 
what the testimony was in the time of Esther. There was just a few in that day that stood as real worshiper of Jehovah. They sent message to the king and said, there's a few people in the land that is scattered in thy kingdom whose God is God. I believe that we're serving a living God this morning. You believe it? What a blessing to be with you. Certainly appreciate our uh, worship team and uh, worship leaders. Certain, they've always been so faithful, and we thank God for their labor of love uh, this morning. I want to remind you to please remember, continue as we have been praying for Sister Vicki Tidwell. I received a message from Brother Terry this morning and said she's had a restless night. Our blood pressure is still very high. As we even speak today, it is high. She had received, uh, I think, four units of blood just this week and uh, still having some struggles there. So I'd just like for us to bind together in a church, as a church and continue to pray that God will move on the scene. He's still a miracle-working God. And I believe that God is able to still heal a person. It doesn't matter what the condition is. I love Brother Branham's attitude towards the bride of Christ and the church. He said, you know, if I pray for 100 people today and they die tomorrow, I'll still continue praying because I believe God is a divine healer. Do you believe that? I believe he's still a divine healer in our midst. He's a miracle worker. He's moving, I believe, in our midst. And so we, we, we want to continue to pray for uh, Sister Vicki, and we uh, know that the Lord is able or our faith and our heart are with them uh, during these times of sicknesses. As you well know, I just came through all of this just last July once we received message from the doctors concerning my mom. It's just still fresh in my spirit, so I pray you'll bear with us as we pray with our sister and believe with her. And you said, Brother Joseph, do you still believe? I still believe. I still believe in miracles. I still believe at the end God will have the final say-so. God is still in control, and we want to believe. We are prone to believe. We are, we are thought to believe the Word of God, because the Scripture says that by His stripes and by His wounds, we are already healed. So we thank God for that. So good to see our brother again. God bless you, brother. Certainly appreciate your fine spirit uh, coming to worship with us again this morning. We know they're out, some out this morning traveling or whatever, but we thank God that you're here in the presence of the Lord with us today. I want to turn your attention now to the scripture in the book of Job chapter 29 and verses 20. I want to look at two passages of scriptures, first in Job and second in the book of Psalms chapter 92. But we want to look at verse 20 of Job's chapter 29, verses 20. Bring you greetings from the saints of God, the ministers and pastors and such like across the country. And the Lord bless you. I sometimes forget to greet you. I'll get a little texts from different brothers who have just been thinking about us. And uh, I forget to just kind of greet you. But I greet you from the body of Christ. You know, what? imagine what it'll be like when we all get over on the other side. And the whole bride of Christ all gathered together and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And the scripture says in the book of Revelations, and the former things shall be passed away. That's these things here. There'll be no memory of that. You can't fathom that now, but there'll be no memory of any of these things. No scars, no baggages, 
no wounds from this life. Imagine life in a world where there's none of those things. All you're doing is praising God, lifting up your hands and worshiping Jesus Christ. And all the angels will have to stand back when you begin to sing Amazing Grace. How sweet that sound that save a wretch like me. Because they know nothing about being fallen and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. In that day, there will be no angels or archangels or seraphims that will outpraise me. As I intend to worship Him for a thousand million years throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity, I will forever be praising Him. What a day that will be. In the book of Job chapter 29 and verses 20, if you have it, say amen. amen. He now speaks and he says, my glory was fresh in me and my bow was renewed in my hand. Now, Job is speaking of the natural things. Now, I will approach the message this morning from the natural first and then blend the sermon into the spiritual aspects of the message that I will be speaking on uh, today. In the book of Psalms, chapter 92, verses 10, uh, David now approaches the same uh, subject on the spiritual level. And he says in uh, Psalms 92 and 10, But my horn... Shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn? I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Mine eyes also shall see my desire on mine enemies. And my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. What passage today? They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and nourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. I want to draw from verses 10 uh, for my message this morning. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let us bow our heads this morning. Our Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, we are very grateful, Lord, that we have this privileged to be gathered in the house of God. As I'm sure, Lord, the saints have worked and toiled all week, taking care of the necessities of life, family and work and matters. But here we are today facing a new day on the first day of the week. We have gathered in your house to draw strength from you. To let the enemy know whose side that we are on. That we are on the side of the king. And no weapons that are formed against us shall prosper. Lord, we lift up our hands to you. 
and surrender. We ask that you will send your blessings down. As we know as our hands go up, your blessings come down. We pray that you bless the word now to our hearts. As we have turned the pages, we ask that the author of the word will make the script real to us today. Help us, I pray, anoint us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, amen and amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. You know, I love something that is fresh. I love the freshness of the mornings. I love to feel the dewdrops and the freshness as you awake before the sun even rises. There's just something about freshness that is just delightful. It is refreshing. You know, all of us, we like fresh things. We like our homes to be fresh. We like fresh food. We enjoy everything fresh. No one wants to uh, taste of something that is stale and a few days old. We like it fresh. When we go to the restaurant, we want to know that our food is fresh. We want to make sure that Everything is not, you know, just from the day before. And, you know, normally you can taste when there is freshness. I like things fresh. Even when I get an urge to even get some fast food, I like it fresh. I like Sister Wanda. I'm going to pick on her this morning. She likes fresh French fries. So when she drives up to the drive-thru, she orders her French fries Without any salt. Because you see, then they have to cook it fresh. And then she keeps a packet in her car. When they give her the fresh french fries, she put it fresh on there. Because you want it fresh. You know, I love freshness. I love fresh fries, don't you? I love anything fresh. I don't like anything that's stale. You know, it just, just gives you a bad feelings. We need freshness this morning in our walk with the Lord. You see, life can make us to become stale at times. The same old monotonous routine of every day. You see, as a professed believers, we must work hard to maintain freshness in our relationship with Jesus Christ. You see, just the same old daily routine can become stagnant and traditional. We have to to be careful with that. Just the same routine, the same traditional routine of things can become stale in our walk with God. God wants us to be fresh in His presence. It is easy to become spiritually stale by the same stale rituals of life. I say this morning to remain fresh. Sometimes you have to go outside of the regular norms of life. You have to make the special effort to stay fresh 
in the presence of God. And I believe this morning that God wants us to maintain the freshness of His glory, bodily health, and prosperity within our lives. For God has promised us to bless us spiritually, physically, and financially. It is God's plan for us to live continuously prosperous and to succeed while maintaining fresh anointing upon our lives. We should not allow the things of this world to stalemate the anointing upon us. I believe God wants a fresh church, a fresh people with a fresh anointing upon their lives. You believe it? While we're remaining freshly anointing, God wants us to be that. You see, this type of anointing does not come automatically. You have to be willing to sacrifice whatever to maintain a freshness with the Holy Spirit. God wants us freshly anointed today. In our, in our text this morning, David says, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. That's my cry this morning, that my anointing would be fresh. Even though days and years has went by, I want to stay fresh before the Lord. I don't want to have this testimony of being stale and stagnant and just uh, something uh, of yesterday, but an anointing that is fresh this morning. We have to be willing to sacrifice whatever it is to stay fresh in the presence of God. I, I love what Brother Branham said in this message, God called man. He said, you know, you have to spend just a little bit of time and you should be more with the Lord. If you don't want that, then you don't, uh, you don't come in a meeting with the freshness of the Holy Spirit. If you don't do that, then you don't come into the meeting with the freshness of the Holy Spirit. When you come into the meeting, there ought to be a freshness in your spirit. Something fresh to pull from God this morning. Something uh, with zest and power and enthusiasm about the things of God. You don't want to come into the meeting with uh, uh, just, just any old feelings. Any gloomy feeling or sorrowful feeling. Satan knows how to dampen our spirits. He allows things to happen to press our spirits down. But the message I give you this morning is, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. In the message, you must be born again. Not in the 60 March the 31st in the morning service. Brethren goes on, he says, a real Christian wants to get the freshness of the Spirit. The freshness of God in his life. Not something stale from yesterday. Not some past experience. Not just I remember or it used to be. I want something fresh this morning that will set my soul on fire and keep me refreshed in the presence of God. In a message, why not in the 59, August the 13, our brother goes on. He said, freshness of the Holy Spirit. 
I tell you, our land really needs it. Our lands really need it. Not the same old monotonous church service. Not the same old, same old. You got to move out of the routine. You got to press into the outside of the norm this morning. You got to say to yourself, today I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You believe it? You see, as we advance towards the promised land, day by day, through a long stretch of years, our glory shall be fresh in us. We never want to be that type of Christian that seem to drag and seem a regret in their service to God. When you talk to some people, it seems like days and years has done them in. They're just half baked over, just dragging their feet, just seem so stale, nothing just uh, fresh and uh, just that odor uh, of the sweet-smelling Savior of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice in our text that uh, Job is speaking of his natural glory. He said that my glory was fresh in me. My glory was fresh in me. And that his bold was renewed in his hand. You see, his bow never lost its force. He could send one arrow after the, uh, the other. He's speaking of his natural life here. A bow, uh, a newness, a, 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 a burst for life. I like people that are, are, are happy to be living. Are joyful to be living. They're joyful. They have that, that's, that pep in their step. There's something that's powerful about their, their presence. They're joyful in the Lord. And even when they're down a valley, you can't tell whether it's the mountaintop or the valley. Because there is such an overwhelming joy in their spirits. And this is what Job is saying, that my glory was fresh in me. My bow was renewed in my hands. He could drive one bow after the next, whereas a bow will lose its strength. And it has to be tightened. Job is saying that my life is so full of power and vigor and zest. That I liken my life to a bow, hallelujah, that never loses its strength and its focus and its purpose. My life is like a bow that drives an arrow one after the other, hallelujah. May God give us people in the church like that, that has vigor and power to live in this age. What a passage. You see, he's ultimately saying, he never seemed to be wore out in mind or body. It doesn't matter what happened. He said, I, I, I'm like a bow. My strength was renewed and fresh in me. My bow was renewed in my hand. You see, Job had a testimony that he pleased God. And whatever he did had great freshness and zest to it. 
However, Job in this chapter uh, is telling uh, us of something that used to be in his life. He's speaking uh, uh, of the loss of his freshness, his substances. He sorrowfully exclaims, my glory was fresh in me. I want to speak to you from that uh, point this morning. Are you at that place where you, you are saying like Job, uh, my glory was fresh in me. I was like a bow. I had power and vigor. But something has happened that have, have cheated me of that power and strength and joy of the Lord. He said, my glory was fresh in me. You see, Job found himself suddenly stripped of riches, of honor, of purpose, and aims. Job sends us a very clear message here this morning that we should not put our trust in the stability of earthly things. Because change is written upon the face of all things. And he was saying that I had power and pep and zest. But somehow my glory has left me. My glory used to be fresh in my life. It is easy to lose your freshness and become cumbered by earthly substances. David in the second text is speaking about spiritual matters. He tells us with great joy that he should be anointed with fresh oil. He did not expect that his glory would depart, but he expected that it should be renewed daily in his life. It is, it is about spiritual matters that I speak to you of now. In a message return in Jubilee in uh, Shreveport, uh, uh, November the 22nd, Brother Brown made a statement. He says, God promising us that he will give us a fresh anointing. Do you want fresh anointing? Do you like fresh fire? Fresh power? Fresh anointing in the church. Not something of yesterday. Not a pain of fire, but something that's real today. We can go back and look at history, but we're not in history now. We're serving a God of now today. You believe it? Hallelujah. A God of today. See, people in the message, they're still doing the same thing that Brother Brandon brought us out of. They're living in a review mirror. They're still looking back in the past. They're still looking at what used to be. We're not serving a used to be God. We're serving a God of now. A God of today. A God that can heal. A God that can deliver. A God that can set the captives free. You believe it? You see, if you fear that your glory, your freshness will decline... I will remind you of David's words. He said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Praise God. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. 
You have got to be determined this morning that you will be anointed with the fresh anointing of the rose of Sharon today. You see, as of yet further on, he says, they shall still bring forth fruits in old age to show that the Lord is upright. God wants us fresh as the dew even unto the end. It doesn't matter when you start serving God. David is saying that God will anoint you freshly day by day, hour by hour, week by week, years by years. He said, even unto the end, I shall be fresh. I love that attitude. Oh, I hate to meet message folks. Amen. Well, I've been in a message 30 years. And they've got a testimony that'll make your stomach sour because uh, they're barely dragging along. They're barely potting, potting along. They're holding on. But God's got a hold of church. It's not us holding, it's Him holding us this morning. And I believe He will hold us unto the end. You believe it? God wants us fresh as to do even unto the end. Praise the Lord. If the Lord permits, and and I live to be an old elderly man, I don't want to be a grumpy old man. I don't want to be one that's grumpy, you know, and just always ready to snap at someone. I want to have some zest in me. I want to have some power in me that if you still let me preach, I can get up and stir you up by the power of the Holy Ghost. I can still drop a message that will send some fire in your bones. You believe that? Hallelujah. I love what Brad Bram said in a message. Believers position in Christ. 1955, January the 16th. He said, send him in the building just now, Lord. Put a fresh anointing on every minister here and every laity. How many wants that? A fresh anointing upon every minister and every laity in our midst. I love it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You heard some people's testimony. Well, when I found the Lord. It's been a long time we've been serving the Lord. And I'm trying to hold on, dear God. I'm doing everything I can to hold on. That's the problem. You got to let him hold you. You got to let his power and his anointing peg you this morning. You believe it? David had been anointed as a youth to be the king over Israel. He was anointed again when he came into the kingdom. The outward anointing with the actual oil was a testimony of David's choice. And the inside of David's authorization. When his dominion was waxed weak. The Bible said that God strengthened him. And strengthened his servants. And gave them great victories. So as a king, he was frequently anointed with fresh oil. David is speaking now from experience. He wasn't going on Samuel's anointing. 
He was freshly anointed each day. Praise God. You believe it? Not with the same old stale anointing which loses its force, but with all freshly pressed from the green olives. David is speaking of something fresh and something real now. You know, if you take uh, olive oil and you leave olive oil for a period of time, eventually it'll become rank. It'll become rank. But when you take freshly squeezed olive oil, there's something refreshing about it. So David is speaking now from his experience as an anointed king. He said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Praise God. I love this message. A new blessing, a fresh blessing from God's right hand was David's often anointed. Yes, he was. He wasn't just going out in a battle now from yesterday's anointing. The Bible tells us in the scripture and history tells us that each day they brought the freshly squeezed olive oil and they will anoint David on the throne. There was a certain group of people that was anointed to anoint him. They will bring this anointed oil and place it upon his head. And the Bible said the anointing will flow down from his head through his beard, even down to the skirt of his garments. It was fresh. It was pure. It was holy. There was nothing stale and stagnant about his anointing. You know, sometimes uh, something that we, we have to contend for in this life, sometimes there's things that we settle for that are just Second-handed. But you know, God wants to give us the best. He wants to make us first class. Uh, something fresh we want from God. And when we get it, we are freshening up ourselves. Something fresh from the Lord. I believe it was Peter that wrote in Acts 3 and 19. At times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Lord, I want to be fresh. Amen. I want to feel the freshness of your Holy Spirit all over my body. You believe it? Nothing second-handed. Not something that's been passed on, but something fresh and first-hand from God in the second-handed robe, not in a 62, November the 25th. Brother Bram said he needed a fresh anointed from God. He wore a second-handed robe when he came to the river. But he needed a brand new first-handed call from God. And a first-handed power from God to perform the miracles. We need a fresh anointing from God. I believe it. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, everybody just want to live in the past. Well, I want Elijah's robe or Elijah's mantle or Elijah's anointing. But Elijah, Elisha, when he came up to the river, amen, he has to get freshly anointed before the miracles can double in his life. He need to be freshly anointed. 
before the bride of Christ can see miracles in the church, she's got to be freshly anointed. You believe it, friends? Hallelujah. I believe it. Second-handed anointing cannot meet the challenge of demon powers in the saints. Hallelujah. Amen. It is stale and lost its strengths. Just like olive oil loses its strengths. The anointing loses its strengths. It has to be fresh every day in your lives. Hallelujah. I want to be like David this morning. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I want fresh anointing. I want something that's fresh. You know, we're delighted by everything fresh in the natural. However, spiritual freshness has a double delightment. There's something about it. When you come to a service and you feel freshened up in the presence of God, there is such a delightment when you leave the presence of the Lord. A freshness of soul, which is the dew from the Lord. It's just so fresh and crisp and something about it that just make you feel really good and your soul just so satisfied when everything is just so fresh. You know, my wife, she, 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 uh, she makes our bed every Friday and put new uh, covers on the bed. And my, 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 I tell you, my, that evening I can't wait just to get under those crisp, nice, fresh covers. Something about it just, just puts you over into la-la land. You can make dreams happen when something is fresh. You can have new vision when something is fresh. It makes you alive. It gives you that power to go on in life. You believe it? Uh, you, you, you remember uh, as a newborn Christian how fresh you were. The pardon of sin. How it sparkles. The righteousness of Jesus Christ. How refreshing. It wasn't something old. When your sins was freshly forgiven, everything sparkled around you. Oh, the righteousness of God. When you breathe, it was so refreshing as you take it in. You remember as a newborn Christian how fresh you were to be joined heirs with Christ. You were walking on air. Hallelujah. You were walking on air. You are in another zone. My, nobody can stop you. People could not talk about you. And it hurts you. It didn't matter what anybody say. Or what was happening around you. You found a new love. It was the love of Jesus Christ. It was fresh. You were a joint heir to Jesus Christ. You know, even though you come to church and you hear, you heard the same thing said again and again, yet because your soul was fresh, they came to you with unusual power. Oh my, they were so new to you. It wasn't the same message or the same things that you were hearing, but because it was fresh and your soul was fresh, you sensed the power of God as the word was preached. Hallelujah. 
My, 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 today we sit in message churches and we just become quotarians. We want to, we want to, we want to finish the quotes as the man quotes it. I had people leave the church because they think I wasn't quoting enough. The problem was I didn't, I, I didn't quote enough because uh, they were hindering me because they wanted me to say a quote that they know so they can finish it. They got only one pastor and a preacher to the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wasn't talking things that they were routinely familiar with. The message was just worse to them. So when I preached about Jesus Christ, it was foreign. Come on, church. Oh, but when you first heard about Jesus, oh my. All your friends walked away, but you stayed true to him. Hallelujah. You didn't care who your friends were. It didn't matter what people say. You were in love with Jesus. That freshness of his power in your lives. You believe it? Yes, the messages came with unusual power. Hallelujah. They were real. Oh, it is a blessing to have your soul in a fresh state, filled with the overflowing living waters of Jesus Christ. Jesus says, I am the living water. If you drink of me, you'll never thirst again. We need Jesus' water back in the church. Holy Ghost water back in the church. How that freshness is seen in a man's devotions and prayers. Not some vain repetition, all wore out, good for nothing, rubbishing expression, but something fresh. Hallelujah. That when a man pray in the freshness of the Holy Ghost, the raptors are going to shake. You can feel the power of God move in our midst. I hate all dried up, stale fossil-like prayer that came out of Noah's ark. I like something fresh, something pure, something holy, not wore out and good for nothing, but something fresh today. My, 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 today we got prayer books in the message. We become Catholics. We've got to pray Brother Branham's prayers. We've got to repeat his prayers. Friends, let me tell you something. You need Holy Ghost anointing, fresh anointing in your lives. Oh, my, I love it. You hear some people pray, my God, you know it's all been recited. All the thou's and the these, and it's all practiced up and recited before you, when before you come in their presence, and it just makes devils laugh. Oh, but I love when the real saints of God get down and begin to pray. No reciting. The words come from another dimension. Oh, soul that's full in communion with God, whose prayer are with divine utterance. Such words and thoughts will pass through your spirit and bless your soul. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I like to hear a real Christian pray. Amen. They pack you into another dimension. 
My, 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 such Holy Ghost prayer. We need them in the church. You remember those prayers? You remember those freshness? But I'm going to remind you like David said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Praise the Lord. You see, God has inspired such prayers. And their originality is a part of the seal manual of the Holy Spirit. Like the angel mama that was praying when Brother Branham, hallelujah, she said, uh, Parson, you pray first. He said, no, Angie, you pray. He said, when she prays, you know the woman has been in the presence of God. She weren't trying to make fancy words. She wasn't mincing words. She had talked to the Father before. She was fresh in her anointing. You believe it this morning? I like to hear a brother even stop and stammer because he cannot go on. Because his heart is too full and he cannot find words. Hallelujah. It is a blessing to get a little freshness even if it comes through a breakdown sometimes. Even if you got a breakdown in your prayers, you can't find, Lord, I can't find the words. I like to hear a man stammer under the Holy Ghost with divine utterance from another dimension. You believe it? Some of you looking like I'm preaching something strange. I'm talking about Pentecost here. Something real here. Something you need to know about. That David said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You believe it? I cannot stand stale, repetitious prayers and devotions. Amen. The same old, same old thing. You can almost predict some folks' prayers. They recited it. It's a recital. You believe that? I must use words this morning. If I'm freshly anointed, that suits the time. That suits the state of my heart. That suits my desires. That suits my depression or my joy. And suit my thankfulness or my mournful hearts. I must use words that comes from the soul. You believe it? Yes, freshly anointed. When I'm sorrowful, when I'm depressed, there is an anointing inside of me to talk to the Father. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm not ashamed to tell the Lord today I feel oppressed. Father, today I feel sorrowful. Today I feel sad. But oh God, you says that you will restore the joy of my salvation. You shall restore the joy of the Lord's salvation. Something fresh in the presence of God. I like to feel freshness even in singing hymns and worship songs. Come on, preach with me this morning. Something fresh. When I'm singing the hymns, they're fresh. When I'm worshiping, it's fresh. It may be that we, we know the words, but we must put a fresh heart into it. Singing isn't knowing all the words. You've got to have a heart of worship. Hallelujah. That is fresh from the throne of God. Sing them like you are the authors of the song. 
that our songs will become grand vehicles in our praises to Almighty God. Yes, we're not just looking at words under projector. Amen. But we feel freshness in the Holy Spirit. Something fresh, something real. You love that. Where you're singing. Not singing words, but you're singing fresh from the heart inside of you. Hallelujah. But today we become too sophisticated. We can't even sing if we don't have a projector. The whole service is shut down if the projector. We got a projector anointing in the church rather than Holy Ghost anointed. We didn't even need song books when we were growing up church. We sang in the spirits. We shouted in the spirit. We danced in the spirits. Praise God. I wonder what happened with some preachers if their computer shut down. They wouldn't know how to preach. But the Bible's got to be inside of you this morning. Yeah, the Bible's got to be inside of you. Our, tech, our God is not technology. Our God is God's. A God of inspiration. You believe it? Yes, we have to sing as we are the authors of them. Then our songs will become grand vehicles of our praises. Lord, I'm singing like I wrote the song. I'm singing with the inspiration that the inspiration was given to the authors. You believe it? Then Brother Mark wouldn't have to pump us up. You wouldn't have to say stand and clap your hands. Amen. We become robots. We have to be told what to do. Raise your hands. Clap your hands. Come on now. Praise the Lord. You see, you gotta be, you've got to be active in the presence of God. There's nothing wrong with jumping straight out of the abuse and let out a hallelujah. Or preach that word. Hallelujah. But the devil's got us earthbound. We've got to break out of the madness that's holding us down. You believe it? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, I tell you what. There's times when I'm out in a meeting preaching, I can't, I can't even sometimes hold back even the people from such a presence of God that's there. Amen. People pop out of their pews, running down the aisles, shouting, praising, dancing, speaking in tongues, glorifying God. Yes, we believe in the originality of Pentecost. You believe it? Yes, I like to feel the hymns. I like to feel, amen, the songs being sang. You like that? How sweet to sing, as it were, a new song when we come to church. Not just repetitious words. Oh, but to sing, as it were, a new song unto the Lord. That each time you sing, it's with freshness and power and zest. You believe it? It is a blessed thing to have a, a freshness about our devotions. We need freshness about our feelings towards God's people. Sometimes our feelings get stale towards one another. Oh, come on now. That's right. We kind of feel a little stale towards one another. We hold little grudges and little feelings in our spirits. You see, but not some cruel suspicion 
or judgmental verdicts that we have, but uh, some fire in our bosom towards one another. Oh, that's my brother and that's my sister. That's my loved one. I heard somebody in another church is dealing with some problems. Oh, God, send the Holy Ghost. We need freshness about our feelings towards God's people. Not some cruel suspicion and judgmental verdicts. Get rid of the false pretenses and freshen up your feelings. Refresh all of the Holy Ghost. Not some stereotype pretension to feelings, but fresh feelings. Fresh feelings. I love that. Fresh feelings towards a brother or a sister. You know, the first thing we do is they deserve it. They deserve that. I saw that coming. I know that was going to happen. Well, if you know so much, how come you're not in your theophany bodies? Because we have always find ourselves in that position where we need help. Praise God this morning. Hallelujah, this church. We all need help. And we all fall victim to Satan's lies. But the message this morning is, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You believe it? Beloved Brother Bram said in God's approach to divine fellowship, 1960, July or June the 30th, when we get to that place to where we, 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 we get, get away from that Shekinah glory, that praises of God, that fresh anointing that breaks down all the religious barriers and things and make us one in Christ Jesus. The freshness of the anointing that breaks down all religious barriers. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the living God. Uh, a couple of days ago, it's been a very busy been some busy weeks for me as of recent, and last week I was uh, I needed some batteries in my watches. I don't know why those things just it seems like I change the batteries every month, and I had to watch. I love to wear my watch. I love watches. Uh, it's like you know, it's like a girl leaving without putting a you know bow in her hair. That's where I am. I've got to wear. I would wear one and go to sleep if I could. But I love my watch. I gotta have it on my. It's like my pacifier. You know, I love my watch. My son, he never did. I tried to buy him all kinds of watch, but he would never wear them. But anyways, I love watches. I have a collection of watches. I love them so much. And you know, I went down. And I was in between appointments. I went over to the mall here at Stone Rivers Mall, and I guess I got there a little early. And there was a guy there, you know. He was he, he was just uh, opening up, and uh, he, he he was just uh, he was he, he he said, "I tell you what, I know you're early, but give me a few minutes to open up and give me your watch, and and, and I'll go ahead and write your name uh, on this paper, and I'll take care of it in 20 minutes." I said, "That's fine. I got lots to do too." I sat down, you know, and got my phone out, taking care of some emails. Friends, I tell you what, if I if I don't take care of those things. Within five to six minutes, they pile up on me, texts and emails. So I'm fighting to get caught up in all of that. And suddenly the door went up and he called me in there and he said, I got your watch taken care of. He said, I, one of the pins is broken. However, I said, well, whatever you got to do, you know, I know he's probably rattling up some business, but so he can change it. I've had problems with it. Anyways, he said, uh, he said, what do you do? He said, I do everything. <laughs> he said, uh, wow. He said, where are you from? I asked them from here, there, and everywhere. 
God. You say you're a construction worker? I said that too. He said, your father's name is Yusuf Hammett. That got my attention. I looked at him for a minute. I thought, how did you know that? But you see, Joseph in Arabic is Yusuf. When I give him my name, he connected my name with my father's. So he grabbed my attention. He was Muslim. So we began to talk. And he said, God is good. I said, that's right. God is good. I don't know the name of your God, but I know the name of my God. When the anointing is fresh on you, my point is, you break down religious barriers. I can even worship with a Muslim if that's what it takes. Hallelujah. And when I got to praising God around here, he was saying Allah and I was saying Jesus. But we were worshiping Jesus. Amen. I said, God knows when you're fresh in the Holy Spirit, you don't care who you worship with. You believe it, church. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, man, I never met a guy like you. I said, I'm sorry. Amen. Hallelujah. You say, I've never had a Christian that want to worship with me. I said, that's fine. I said, I'll worship all day long with you. As long as you call on your God, I'll call on mine. If you don't mind me saying Jesus, that's all right. You can say Allah all you want to, but to me, that means nothing to me. But Jesus means everything to me. Whether a saints is facing joy or sorrow, let it be living feelings fresh from the deep fountains of the heart this morning. Whether it be exaltation or depression, let it be true. And not superficial or simulated. God wants our feelings to be fresh towards Him with joy and gladness in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I don't condemn people for worshiping. I don't care what religion they are. I commend their stability and their sincerity. And it doesn't matter what it is. Now, of course, I'm not going to worship their God, but I commend someone that's willing to openly worship their God. They put their mats down on the ground and they'll worship their God. You know, Daniel did the same thing. He opened his window and put his mat down and looked towards the holy temple that Solomon dedicated, and he worshiped God. We ought to be able to worship God when we're in church, in our car. In our homes, at our jobs, you ought to let out a hallelujah and praise God. I told you many times about mama in Walmart, amen. That woman didn't care where she was, man. I can always find her by hearing hallelujah, praise my Jesus. By his stripes, I'm healed. Amen, by his stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. People come by, do you know Jesus? Hallelujah. Do you know my Jesus? Have you heard about him? He's powerful. He's mighty. He's God. He can create. He can heal. He can restore. He is the God of miracles. Do you believe it? I love it this morning. God wants our feelings to be fresh. Hallelujah. Towards him with joy and gladness. 
when we come into the house of God, we need to be freshly anointed. To be cold and dead is horrible. Going churches and the message is so cold and just so dead and horrible. And the first thing we say is, we believe a message. We believe a message. Brother, if that's what the message you say you believe, give you that kind of religion. I want something with some fire in it. Some Holy Ghost power in it. Some Jesus in it this morning. You believe it? May God keep us from stale feelings and give us feelings of emotions. Hallelujah. You hear so much against emotion in the message. Amen. We need emotions in this message. Anything that don't move is dead. We beat down emotions so much until the church is dead while she's living. But we need freshness of emotion back in the church. Preachers needs freshness of utterance. You believe that? Mary's belief in 1961, January the 21st, Brett Ram said this. He said, I think a minister ought to come to the platform not loaded down with a lot of cares, but out of the freshness of the presence of the Lord. Get out early of the morning after all the demons have gone to sleep. The night rally around over and then he settles down, gets quiet, smell that aroma and sweetness. I believe if a minister would stay, uh, just stay before God until he come into the pulpit, he'll come as a sweet smelling Savior, anointed with the Holy Spirit to bring the message of God to hungry hearted people who are waiting. Praise God. We should not be monotonous and full of repetition. Lest the things of God become wearisome to God's people. We must bring fresh manna with fresh inspiration from the prophetic message of Jesus Christ. You believe it? Listen, uh, Perseverance, 1962, July the 19th. The prophet says in the evening service, I think any man ought to hide himself away and come out of his study in the freshness of God to meet his congregation. Listen, if there's anything stale in this church, it ain't going to be from this pulpit. Hallelujah. Because I know how to stay in the presence of God. The freshen up under the anointing. Praise God. Praise God. That's why when you try to get me out of my studies on Saturdays, you never get a text back out from me. And you wonder why I'm so stuck up. I'm not stuck up. I'm in a hiding place where I need to be with Jesus Christ. That when I come to this podium, I come with something fresh. Straight from the throne of God. You believe in church? What kind of pastor that will be if you got me running all over the country? Here, there, everywhere, no stability. What kind of message can I preach to you? How can I bless your family? How can I pray for you? And God, hear my prayers. The Bible said, effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. You can depend on it. You can take it to the bank. Hallelujah. The revelation of Jesus Christ. 
as the eagles, eagles start our nest, 1959, August the 15th, we pray that you'll increase their ministry, Lord. May they go tomorrow to their pulpit with a fresh anointing. Is that what you want? Fresh anointing. Don't settle for something stale, amen, and repetitious, but something fresh and alive from God. You believe it? You see, this message is to a prophetic class of people. And this is why we believe in a word prophet. The book of Revelation is to a prophetic class of people. It's not to everybody. This message is not for everybody. It's to a prophetic class of people. Can you say amen? You believe that? Yes, I believe it. There's a freshness about that. A great power to catch the ear and to move the heart, the heart of God's bride. Something fresh from the Lord. In the Kensman Redeemer 1960, in October the 10th, the prophet goes on, Red Ram said, and the church in the last age, though through 2,000 years of pagan teaching and things, has come in at barley season. Freshness of life, new bread, honey out of heaven. Hallelujah. Nothing stale and stagnated, not a broken cistern, but fresh manna at barley season. The freshness of life with fresh bread from heaven. You believe it? There should be freshness about of our labor of love as workers of the Lord. The work of God should not be a dread or a complaint or with a motive behind it. It ought to be the labor of love towards God. That whether you recognize or not, God sees your efforts. You believe it? Hallelujah. Bible said, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Do you only hold a position because it empowers you or makes you feel uh, strong? Does it give you power or does it make you humble as a servant of God? I'm going to talk to you for a moment now as I try to bring this to a close. There should be freshness about our labor as workers of God. We should pray to God that we do everything freshly with enthusiasm and great passion for him this morning. Whether there's two or there's three, I'm still preaching with the same power and the same anointing. Hallelujah. Praise God anyhow. Because me and God is the majority. Whether anybody see me or thank me or appreciate me, God sees me. You believe it? You'd be shocked and surprised why some folks leave church over some of the silliest, pettiest thing. Because they want to see like, be like the Pharisees who stand in the marketplace and do their alms before men. That men will see them and glorify them. And they will lose their blessing in the other realm. But oh, there's a church. There's a bride. There's a people that's willing to be workers for the kingdom of God. You believe it? We all know workers in the church who have lost much of their power to edify because their freshness are gone. Oh, praise the Lord. They want to be something. They want to have a show. They want to feel fulfilled. 
They want to they feel like their insecurities are met. Because of their position. Whether you say amen or not, I'm still going to preach. Whether you come to church or not, I'm still going to preach. Because God says, I've called you to preach. You believe it. I want to believe it. I believe that. But what a blessing it is if we can fall back upon that assurance that I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You see, the Holy Spirit will abide with you continually and give you an anointing of freshness in your life. How many desires that this morning? Lord, I just want that freshness in my life. Lately, Lord, my devotions and my prayers have just become repetitious. I find myself praying the same prayer every day and saying the same thing every day. I find myself in a routine. I find myself stagnated. But today, Lord, I want to break beyond my stagnation. I pray that all of us in heart and soul and life, hallelujah, and utterance and labor may always keep fresh that nothing would kill our freshness and put in a place of its sweet smell foul odors of sin. May God help us this morning that we'll always be a sweet-smelling savor to the Lord. Oh, to be holy, sweet, and vigorous even to the end. Hallelujah. I pursue that. I persevere to that. Like David says, even to the end, I shall have fruits in my old age. What he's saying is still bring forth fruits unto the Lord. Not dried up. Not dead, not twice plucked up, but Holy Ghost filled. Praise the Lord. Christians don't retire. Amen. Christians don't retire. I got a message for you this morning. Christians don't retire. Hallelujah. Song leaders don't retire. Pastors don't retire. They preach until they can't preach anymore. Because their benefits is out of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe God is getting ready to bless a church. You believe that? Somebody said, have you ever get tired of preaching, Brother Joseph? No, I love preaching. I was just telling my wife as we were driving, the older I get, the more I love it. I've never dread preaching. I've never get tired of preaching. I never try to shirk my preaching off on somebody else. When I ask these brethren to minister Wednesday nights, it's not because I don't have a message. It's because I respect the fivefold ministry. You cannot preach me. Because there's a power, an anointing, a freshness that lays there. You believe it? Hallelujah, hallelujah. And no, I'm not going to buy you a hairling shepherd. I'm not just going to buy a preacher to come in, amen, just be a good manager of this church. Even though I'm blessed with the talents of administrative abilities, that's not my duty only but to feed your souls this morning. You believe it? May God grant that we have a greater freshness. Freshness ought to be run into everything that concerns God in our lives. You must be born again. As I bring this to a close, in 1961, December 23rd, in the morning service, a real Christian wants to get the freshness of the, of the Spirit. 
The freshness of God in his life. Something that makes him a new creation. A new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. It's not what I was. It's what I am. I'm not looking about anything else. If I go the way of the grave, I want to have a, a testimony that I'm freshly anointed. You believe it? Whatever you do, do not let that fresh oil of the Holy Spirit depart from you. Don't lose the freshness of God's anointing. Believers can lose their freshness by imitating one another. By adopting someone's personality as a model. Then your glory will be unknown to God. He cannot tie. We cannot tie ourselves to another man's chariots. And resolves that our experiences should be uniformly the same like his. We have to be anointed. We have to be anointed. I love Brother Jonathan's message on Wednesday night. I sat over there and I love the anointing. Hallelujah. I love the fresh anointing from the varieties of ministry. I like that. I've never been one to pattern after another brother. I want to be like Jesus. I don't like when people say, you preach like this or you preach like Jesus. I want to hear the testimony that you preach like Jesus. You sing like Jesus. You pray like Jesus. You shout like Jesus. You dance like Jesus. You believe it? Hallelujah, saints. Just be who you are. Because you are an authentic mold who God has fashioned this morning. You see, another way of spoiling your freshness is by uh, repression. Many have to check for orthodoxy. Before they can con consent to freshness by inspired sermons, they have to check with their mentors. They have to check and see for approval before they can consent to the Holy Ghost moving in our midst. Before they can praise or say amen or shout or dance. They got to get headquarters approval. But I'm glad our headquarters is in heaven. I believe in the Holy Spirit. You believe it? Not by repression. Hallelujah. You don't have to check my orthodoxy. Amen. It came straight from Pentecost. If you're wondering this morning, before they can praise, they got to look over their shoulder and see if their friends are praising. If somebody else is saying amen, if somebody else dance, then they'll dance. If my mentor over here raises his hands, I'll raise my hands. You need to get out of that repression. Hallelujah. You believe it? Amen. Do not be ashamed to enjoy which is offered despite. Come on, church. Don't be ashamed to enjoy that which others as despise. It is a free spirit under whose power we dwell. And it comes like a wind and goes like a wind and acts according to his own pleasure. You believe that? Love what David says in Psalms 51 and 12. He said, Lord, uphold me 
with thy free spirit. With thy free spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. I go to church and some people won't even say amen when you're preaching unless the pastor say amen. When the pastor get up and he begins to get excited, everybody get excited. Brett Brown said, you walk into a church, and if the pastor is radical, the congregation is radical. If he's dead as a doornail, the congregation is dead as a doornail. Because they've got repression for a preacher. Oh, my. Lord, help me to stop right here. Do not repress the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, quench not the Spirit. Yield yourself to its influence. And if you feel inclined to shout, be indecorous enough to do so and give God some praise. Hallelujah. If you feel like shouting, shout. If you feel like dancing, dance. If you feel like saying amen, be indecorous enough to do it. You believe it. Hallelujah. Nobody going to steal my praise. This is a successful way of keeping a freshness to have got rid of repression and to be free before God this morning. Let us be stable. Let us be stable before the Lord. Let us not be stale, realizing that we are passing through the winter time to the next season of our spring times this morning. And all our freshness is coming back in the name of Jesus Christ. I love freshness. My last moments with mom as her musicians came, she was ever so fresh. She was ever so fresh. Hallelujah. I will read Psalms 91 and she will finish, amen, the next verse. I will read the next verse and she will finish the next verse. Let's stand to your feet. She was so fresh in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yet her body was racking with pain. But she said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You believe it? The Holy Spirit is not exhausted. Its power is not even lessened in any degree, whatever, whatsoever. He can make you face your face to shine again and your tongues to sing praises again. He can make your heart to leap again with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Or the old song, it is joy unspeakable and full of glory and half has not yet been told. You remember them old songs? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the mouth of God. The promises come at this moment full of life and freshness and power. You believe that? Come to it. It's all yours this morning. Every acre of his blessed blessings in the blessed land of Canaan land is yours. And will yield corn and wine and oil if you'll just walk into these grain acres of the promised land. Are you willing to do it? Walk into the green acres of God's divine promise and say the corn is mine, the wine is mine, the oil is mine, the praise is mine, the joy is mine, the healing is mine. Do you believe it? Look over the land. Look at every acre. It's green and ripe with the harvest. You believe it? You shall be anointed with fresh oil. 
I believe God God himself is ever fresh. And he shall refresh your spirit. Come away from all that is stale and flat this morning. All that is dead. All the past. Everything from the past. Come and eat the new corn of the land. And drink the new wine of revelation. And be freshly anointed. Hallelujah. Glory. I shall be anointed. Refresh all. You believe it this morning. Oh, I love it. Let me close with a quote. The true Easter seal, March the 10th. Amen, Brother Bram said, Oh, God, send the Holy Ghost. Look out them eagles somewhere. They'll soar into the unknown. Not set on the telephone wires. Look for some Sunday school literature to come in. Let me have the word in the freshness of the power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Say it with me this morning. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You believe it? Do you believe it this morning? I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I love it. Don't you love freshness? Don't you love freshness? Oh, you didn't want to hear some stale sermon from Noah's Ark this morning. That wouldn't do us any good. Noah's message can help us today. Amen. Come on, church. Hallelujah. We need something fresh from the throne of God. Something that power that passed through our spirits and rejuvenate us. God bless you today. Do you love him? Give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, give me all in my lamp. Keep me burning. Give me all in my lamp. I pray. Oh, give me all in my lamp. Keep me burning, burning, burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Sing Hosanna. Oh, and sing. Oh! 
burning, burning, keep me burning till the break of day. Hallelujah. Be honest with yourself. The Holy Ghost move in certain message churches, people will faint. They don't know anything about that. They think it's some kind of a, a oh, screaming and hollering and speaking in tongues and it's the Holy Ghost. You know, Mary, the mother of Jesus, had to go to Pentecost and receive the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues. Praise God. You believe it? I like that fresh dew drops. And then Lenny will sing a song like that, dew drops. Something, yeah, something about dew drops. I like fresh dew drops. An oasis. Oh, my. I love it. In a hot place, an oasis is so fresh, crispy, better than the sunny water. Mmm, good. You love Holy Ghost water? God bless you this morning. I could tell you were refreshed from the sermon. I pray that you'll take that freshness into the week with you, and I trust I've made the message real to you, that you're just so hungry for it. So thirsty for it. Jesus said, I'm going to give you water that you'll never have to come back to this well and draw again. Aren't you glad for that holy water? Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you've been baptized in that water? That Holy Ghost water? What, what's the William brothers used to sing? Uh, holy water from grandma's well. It feels like cooling water. Cooling water from grandma's well. Hallelujah. Then it says, have you been soaked in the water? Have you been dipped in the water? Have you been baptized in the water? Cooling water from grandma's well. We need to learn it, amen. That's what the Holy Ghost is like. Cooling water. Everybody say, cooling water. Cooling water. Cooling water from grandma's well. I'm singing. Cooling water. Cooling water, cooling water from grandma's well. Sing it again. Oh, yes. Cooling water, cooling water, cooling water from grandma's well. Ah, you got it. Holy Ghost water. And you got to have that little jig like Sister Shirley. Cooling water, cooling water, cooling water from grandma's well. Going down the road. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you with a love. You feel joy in the Lord this morning. I love you with all my heart. Keep us in prayers. We appreciate you. All those of you online, let's be in prayer for the service coming up Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. sharp. We're looking for a grand time of fellowship around the blessings of the Lord. You are, you are dismissed from the audience, the streaming audience in Jesus' name. God bless you. I want for you to pray.